Welcome to the But Here We Go podcast, coming at you live from But Here We Go Studios. We covered this last time. It's technically not live. It's technically not live. Coming at you pre-recorded from the But Here We Go Studios, where we got our baby monitor, we got our boba, and most importantly, we got our blankets. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just came up with that. That's all improv. Wow, that was impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. I thought it was. I've never taken an improv class. And I actually think that you would be good at improv in the sense of like, because as someone who not only did it, uh, improv in high school, but was on the competitive improv team in high school. Half, you see talent in me. Well, because like, honestly, all improv is is one practice. You just have to practice it because it's essentially making things up at the top of your head, which takes practice. You're not – anyway, it takes practice, but then one, it takes confidence. You can't be afraid to make fun of yourself, which obviously you make a fool of yourself all the oh, time yeah. in like a comedic way. But then secondly, like you have to be a yes man. Like you – And, and yes I feel man. like at least you and me, like we're able to like – we tag team really well to where like it could be going somewhere ridiculous but like we just go with it and it ends up being awesome and that is what makes a good improv actor is that like even if like you never say no to the other person to you and who's making things up That's you always go along one with of it. improv right i once i took one acting class did you really yeah i think we we've probably discussed it before the class was called all the world's a stage it was a more introduction to acting and the theory behind the theater so it wasn't it wasn't acting per se but like the theory behind it yeah and we did as part of our final we had to act out a scene do you remember what scene you did um because i remember what scene i did for my acting final in college I think it was I think it was something like from a streetcar named Desire. But one of the things that we had to do we either had a book that we had to read, which was like the ten rules of improv, or it was an article. But either way, there was a book that we had to read. There was something that we had to read about improv itself. And I remember the number one rule is always say yes. Right. Okay. There you go. I think the number two rule is yes and. Right. Yeah. You got this. That's it. That's all I remember. Right. The the last eight rules don't don't matter. (laughs) They're not as important as the first two. I want to talk about the time you took a pole dancing class in college. Would you like to extrapolate on that story? I don't know where... I don't know how we ended up here. I don't know, but just random classes you took in college. Yeah, that's my favorite always one. Always say yes. And it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. Somebody said, you want to go to pole okay. dancing? I said yes. Okay, improv doesn't necessarily have to be like a life <laughs> mantra. Well, it doesn't have to be, but isn't life just a bunch of improv? 100%. I feel like the- That's why the class was called All the World's a Stage. I will say, All the World's a Stage is actually part of a line from Shakespeare. So really? That, 
That was not why so the much. class was called All the World's a Stage because of the improv part. Right. Thanks for clarifying. It was because of Shakespeare. Good. Awesome. Back to pole dancing. You're deviating from the topic. No, I'm staying on topic and then moving <laughs> to the next topic. Um, yes, so, man. You're supposed to go so with what? <laughs> pole dancing. It was not a class. I didn't take it for a semester and okay. get graded. If I did get graded, I, I'm pretty sure I would have gotten an A. But it was a workout, like a workout class. So they would have these pole dancing right, no, there, classes it's a thing. Right. every every week. Can I ask, just interject with a question here? Yeah. Did you go because you were asked to come by a female? Yes. Did you happen to be interested in said female? No. Interesting. Okay. We were just a bunch of friends. Wow. Just you just wanted to see yeah, what the hype was. It was about. it was the group that I was in the 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 honors colloquium class with. <laughs> but it was the class that taught me how to write essays to apply for major scholarships. Okay. Awesome. We'll move back to the pole dancing. We're again deviating. I hey, want to talk about the pole dancing. This is a very this is this is the torturous trip that I did through through college. Did you have to wear high heels when you did the pole dancing class? There were some times when you were supposed to wear high heels, yes. So did you like bring a spare with you to class or did they just have high heels for you to borrow? No, I the borrowed class? the teachers. <laughs> I don't own were you, high heels. <laughs> were you the only dude in this class? No, there were there were like three or four. Did they come with you or were they just there? No, okay. they were just there. That's it, and right. I'm pretty sure most of the other ones were gay. Got it. So do you, was it a good class? Did it kick your butt? Did you, what did you glean from yeah, it? Yeah, it was, it was half, it was half Pilates, half pole dancing. Oh, okay. So we would have like our... Sorry, <laughs> Allie's trying to take off her sweater now in the middle of it's recording. Hot in here. It um, and not because we're talking about pole dancing. Oh, but maybe it is no. hot in here because of pole dancing. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I'm ready. Okay, you're back. Okay, so it was there was the cardio aspect from the pole dancing itself, mm -hmm. which is just like any type of dance workout, basically. Right, right. dance is, is what workout. we were doing, mm -hmm. and then. The other, there would always be like, what was it? Like 15 or 30 minutes. It would, it was probably like an hour class or something. Half of it was like just doing, um, I'm blanking now. Half of it was doing core workouts. To get ready to get on the pole. I guess. From what I've heard, it's ex extremely difficult. Yeah, so lots of core work, mm -hmm. and then the rest of it was learning how to dance. On the pole. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't, there weren't poles. Oh. We didn't have poles. We didn't ever get to that <laughs> stage. So we you just did the dancing it. in high heels? We never made it. Did to you the have poles. to like like crawl on the ground type of dancing? No, there was no crawling on the. What ground. kind of dancing were you having to do without a pole? I don't know. I hear I me don't say know. this. Let me just interject. I, like, I have never been to establishment where pole dancing was a thing. I have seen I'm, clips of videos of pole dancing for exercise, just trying to figure out why it's a trend. No, that's I, all I got. I know we're calling this pole dancing. Okay. I'm pretty sure the correct title was exactly. strip aerobics. <laughs> 
sometimes how is it somehow worse to know that you did a strip aerobics class (laughs) because you've got this this mental image of a room with a bunch of poles and a bunch of people like climbing on the poles i have a mental image of this is one of your this is like a very strange yeah let's hear it uh i apologize to everyone listening to this my image is of you in like gold like uh booty shorts (laughs) and like heels like just like crawling on the ground (laughs) that is my my image right now so your image is completely wrong (laughs) i would have been in gym shorts and a (laughs) t-shirt so what you wear every day wearing i think we i think we were barefoot so gym shorts and a t-shirt barefoot doing core workout and then doing dancing stuff when did the heels come into play towards the end of the year (laughs) wait end of the year how many times did you do this class i did it almost a full semester (laughs) i didn't go just once (laughs) and you still never got on a pole no No, I never got on a pole. They, we never did had Did you pay poles. for this class? No. <laughs> Why did you go for a full semester? Because that's when I could work out. <laughs> and my friends were going, so we would go work out. And it was a hard workout. Again, this is why you're good at improv. You're, you just went you, you just went, went with the flow. Just went and did it. Oh, it was, my It was kind of funny, though. I don't know what was the next class, but... Almost all of the geology grad students went to the next class. Of strip aerobics. No, 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 no. It was not strip aerobics, the next class. You mean like the class above? Oh, I see. The class that was next in that room. Got it. So you would always run into them. they would always see me leaving. (laughs) They would be coming in to, I don't know, biking or something. Something kind of slow and boring. Not cool like strip aerobics. (laughs) And they'd be always like, why is Joe coming out of strip aerobics? Did they ever ask you, or this is just what you're imagining? They're I did get asked once. <laughs> Not, this was, this is the funny part. So this guy graduated, left, was doing his, his uh, PhD in, I think it was Macquarie University. Unnecessary information, but continue. He's doing his PhD in Sydney, Australia. Got it. I was doing a semester abroad in Perth, other side of the country. And I was like, oh, it would be fun to go stay with this guy for a weekend on my way out of town. So I'll just have a four-day layover in, in Sydney, hang out, see the sights, and then, and then peace out. So one night... While we were out drinking, he was like, okay, Joe, I got to ask you, what was up with the strip aerobics? Like, <laughs> are you gay or something? And he One like asked rude me. for assuming. He asked me if I was gay. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not gay. And it was a really good workout. Right. Normalize. And I was going with friends. Why would you go work out with people? Well, do we need to talk about the elephant in the room? Um, <laughs> As he looks around. I don't, no one I don't can see you looking around for dramatic effect. Um, Where's the elephant? You Tell really me. wanted to talk about the fact that we did not post our normal 
podcast true. yesterday. It's true. Right. Today, well, this is going to be released on... Tuesday. I'll edit it tonight. On Tuesday. Tuesday. Typically, we drop on Mondays. Is this just because you want to talk about your hunting trip? Because honestly, I love you, and I'm very proud that you got a deer, but I could care less about this hunting trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But you can oh. talk about it. Uh, I'll be a yes man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, there goes rule number two, never say no. <laughs> no, I just, I, it was not just going to be about the hunting Got it. trip. Okay, okay. But today's Monday. Tomorrow's going to be when we release this, Tuesday. Right. We missed a week. I mean, we didn't miss the week. We're just a day late. Right. Dollar short. And once you're late a day, next time you're we late lose. a week. Then slowly the podcast stops being published. And eventually and our we loyal lose fans all of our fans. will no longer be able to hear our beautiful voices they'll and never, stimulating conversation. And they'll never know what happened to us. I know. They may just oh think gosh, we died. Know, this actually segues into one of the topics I wanted to talk about. Well, I don't, I'm not ready to segue. <laughs> I could be seeing your eyes you're like, do I need to be a yes man right now? But I really want to. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, we can say no, that. No, no, you ahead. go ahead. I want to know what you want to talk no. about. No, go ahead. Let's go with your segue. We'll okay. come back to this. You and I often talk about how we feel like we have no friends. Would you say? It's true. Right. Okay. We so, don't feel like we have friends. Right. And so this is my question. I don't think we do. <laughs> if, if that's your question, I don't <laughs> think we have friends. So this, I talk to people and... They're like, yeah, sure, let's hang out. And they never and do. guess what? Right. They literally never so talk to us again. So this is my question that I want to discuss. One, um, do is we it, need to have friends? Is it an us problem? Is it a, this is like adulting is difficult and making friends in adulthood is is difficult in general? Or do we just need to keep trying? And, you know, I don't know, figure something out. Well... That's a lot of questions. Well, I think if we take some advice from Daniel Tiger and mm. we try, try, try. Try, try, try it if again. If we keep trying, we'll get better. We'll get better. Ha- having friends. Now, I don't, I don't know how that applies because is it us trying to get friends? Is it us trying to be better friends so that way people want to be our friends? Or is it, mm. or is it something else like we need to try better at Making our plans. friends? Right. I would probably say a all of the above, or you know, whatever. Because I think, and that's why I, I was just thinking about this today. Because I think that, especially in the stage that we're in, where we have a young child, like it just gets. Like you are, you've worked a full day. Like I've either parented all day. You've worked a full day. We're putting Jake down. Whatever. One, the last thing we want. I mean, it's easy to just let's just veg because we're exhausted. Yep. Two, um, sometimes we don't want to leave the house, and nope. if we have married friends, that's a that could be a big ask for them to leave their kid or pay for yep. a babysitter to come over here yep. or vice versa. It's just a lot more complicated. It is. It is. But at the same time, I do think that, one, we could be less lazy. But that, mm. it, I mean, in friendship, it takes two to tango. So, because I feel and like we us, reach out some, well, I don't know. For how us being a married couple, it's going to take at least three to tango. 
Maybe if a married couple comes over, that's for right, to right, tango. Right. right. And I was referring you, to single people. Right, right. Do you feel and this is this conversation is going to be all over the place? Do you think it's more difficult making friends as a married person, or than it was single? Or rest, like you know what I'm saying? I think it was easier for me to make friends as a single person, and now that I'm married, I find that it is more difficult because I feel like that friend needs to mesh with both of us. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I think it. I think it is harder, not necessarily because they have to mesh with both of us, mm-hmm. because I don't, I'm sure that there are people that don't necessarily mesh with me, but mesh with you right. and vice versa. Right. And like, like it, it's fine and it works, but then there's the other aspect of you can't really be as much of a yes man as a married person because oh. does that mean you're just going to go take off and go hang out with, with friends right. during the evening when that's really the only time we get to spend together? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to take Jake to some random party where we know like one person? So it, it becomes harder to be a yes man. Right. Well, and also we cannot underestimate how COVID has affected this stuff. Because as yeah. with March, COVID. I know March is a little bit away, but that's going to be like the two year mark of two years of the pandemic. And I, I mean, I think that's obviously affected everyone socially, but I, th- I think for good or for bad reasons, it's, you know, at least for us personally, since we have been playing it on the safer, Pretty more safe, cautious yeah. side, like we haven't, Granted, we've, like, we gone with people. Like, we'll go meet up with people, but, like, big group. Like, the last time we went to, like, a house potluck, which I feel like we used to do a lot, was pre, pre-COVID, pre pre-Jake. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. Yeah, we would still go. And if we were to have gotten invited, we still would have gone. Right. Not now, but we would have been going up until Jake. And frankly since jake i don't think we've been invited well to that's any a, well two years of his life is covid for one yeah yeah that's true so yeah i think just life stage has a lot to do with it yeah so all you married friends out there invite us over this is let's really, do a potluck <laughs> this has been a desperate advertisement to be friends with the Pateers. yeah this sponsor this episode is sponsored by the Pateers. Oh my God, that's we terrible. need friends stop <laughs> Hated it. Uh, what was what? Do you remember what you were going to talk about before I segued? I do. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So, despite the fact that we don't have any friends and don't have anything to go do, we missed an episode. Right. And I think partially that's because I was on a hunting trip. For all you who are curious, I did, in fact, get a deer. <laughs> Wait, is the topic you want to talk about your hunting trip? <laughs> no. No, we're going <laughs> to. But the the hunting trip is just part of it. Right, right, right. Yeah, so hunting, it went well. Got a deer and met some guys. Are they going to be my friends for life? Probably not. But they were very nice, very helpful, very encouraging. Maybe we'll talk again. Maybe I'll I'll send pictures of other animals that I acquire through hunting. Maybe they'll send me pictures. I don't know. 
But what I wanted to talk about is, I was thinking, why did we miss an episode? Was it purely because of my hunting trip? Yeah, (laughs) it was. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was. I really appreciate you wanting to discuss the fact that you're the reason why. Yeah, I'm the reason. Perfect. really like that topic. But that was not... (laughs) That still isn't what I was thinking. <laughs> God, you I was thinking. <laughs> get on with going, it. Thinking about it, October is just a really busy month. Okay. And what I've noticed is October and April, those are by far the busiest months of my year. Is that because you go hunting both those months? Um, is this just another way to start no. hunting? No. I mean... It does align with <laughs> turkey season, April. But I don't think that's why. I think, well, yeah, I 100% I, think it's why. No, because I feel I have felt this way since high school. That I, Well, your birthday is also in April. Yeah, but October as well just always seems to be a really busy month. And I feel like everybody tries to jam-pack things into October. Most homecomings... October. Right. Hunting season. October. I feel like work is absolutely crazy. I had that conference in October. Right. There right. was another one that that I was supposed to be at right before October. You want to know something funny, though? What? I've actually had a very open October. Oh, have you? Yeah. I literally haven't done anything yet. Well, so this may that. be a personal problem. My October has been fine. Well, this has been my life. I don't know since I was fifteen. I'm so sorry. To hear Past that. twenty years, every October, every April. Just it's just because the holidays are busy. coming up and people try to cram it in before the holidays. Maybe that's it too. Maybe it is a big, a bi- a real thing because of the holidays coming up. I would like to see data on this. I'm gonna, I'll do research tonight. Okay. While you're okay. working. Okay. You're going to do research. Right. Very good. So I, um, in prepping for this podcast, I Googled the most taboo conversation starters to see what I could find because why not? I thought that was fun. Um, so firstly, it was very hard to find conversation starters because all it said was like, whatever you do, just don't talk about these topics. But it gave me a list of things not to talk about. And everything, like, sort of made sense to me on the list, except for one thing. And that's the one thing I want to talk about with you. Do you want to take, while you have boba in your mouth, do you want to take a wild guess of what you think that topic is? Hygiene. <laughs> Why would hygiene be, like, telling like, someone they smell? Gonna, who's going to talk about hygiene, really? Girls, all the time. You sit there and talk like, ooh, you need a shower. No, like, oh, my God, I just got this new body wash or, oh, my gosh, this new loofah or this new makeup. or like. No, yeah. I mean, like, hey, so are you a morning shower or a night shower? <laughs> when do you shower? Oh, you only shower three times a week? I will say. Which days? I will say the first question that I ask any person trying to date one of our siblings is the following question. Do you or do you not pee in the shower? So I just try to break down all the boundaries and getting to know these people but anyway di- we digress we won't talk about being yeah. in the shower cannibalism that's considered a taboo topic right i was very confused as to one i was like whenever would cannibalism like how often does cannibalism come up in regular conversation 
which is why I wanted to talk about it. Because <laughs> now we'll have a podcast featuring cannibalism. I think it's a great topic. I think so, too. So this is my question. One, you have seen Alive. I'm pretty sure because I made you yes. see Alive, which is... I have seen it. Right, which is the movie based on the the like award-winning book. Chilean Which is based on the team. true story of the Chilean rugby team who's playing, crash-landed in the Andes, and they had to resort to cannibalism of their uh, perished um, friends and fellow uh, teammates and whoever else was on the plane to survive. Now, apparently at the time that this happened when they were rescued, spoiler alert, this was very, very controversial. And some of, like, the people who they were also survived. Catholics. Right, they were Catholics. And so, and then this was apparently, like, a major psychological thing, which I'm definitely not saying that this would be easy. But I don't think it's very controversial to say, especially because these people were already dead. Like, yeah. I can see, like, maybe it being controversial if, like, you had you went and killed you somebody. Kill somebody. Right, but this is That'd already dead, so you're just using, you're, like, literally surviving. So that's why I've never understood why it's a controversial topic. But I also have a very, like, morbid uh, sense of humor, and I like watching thrillers. And I'm, I'm a strange person. So I didn't know if that was just a me thing, and everyone else is thinking that I'm crazy and this is a super taboo topic. What are your thoughts? Something that I find fascinating about cannibalism is that, most stories involving cannibalism end up becoming somehow famous. Probably because it doesn't happen very often. What other stories other than Alive can you think of? The Donner Party. Right. That's a good point. And then there is, there's another one where there's a, a shipwrecked one where there were like three or four or five people in a, in a little life raft dinghy. One of them dies and they eat them. You just well, know about. Well, I will say, who's is it? Robert Durst, who's the famous serial killer that ate people. I'll look it up. You keep talking. Yeah. So that part about cannibalism is one of those things that people just naturally gravitate towards. And I remember when we had chickens. Don't Jeffrey, worry, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. That's right. I always confuse the Donner Party. With Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. Sometimes I mix them. Say the Dahmer party. <laughs> but even when, back when we had chickens, before we got new chickens, which we haven't done yet, that's still in the future. But when we had chickens, when I was looking up what you can feed chickens, a lot of, a lot of blogs would say it is totally okay to feed chickens chicken meat. But it's kind of cannibalism. So do you really want to be doing that? And it's like this taboo topic. Even when you start looking at, like projecting it onto right. the animal kingdom. Right. Which is really anthropomorphizing animals. Because an animal's not really going to think about, well... I digress. I won't. I won't talk about that. Sorry, I just fell into a wormhole of instances of cannibalism on Wikipedia. Oh, good. And I got stuck just on the 21st century, and I was just reading. There's a ton, like yeah. a ton. If y'all want some light reading, but I think when it comes to cannibalism, you make a good point that it's just flesh. Once you're dead, your soul has moved on, right? And now it's just a bag of bones right i will say this i'm not i'm not arguing that it wouldn't be disgusting like i think it would be difficult from like a disgust 
point of view for me to do it. But like, I can get over the fact that like, I mean, I wouldn't feel like I like the whole Catholic Chilean people for them. It was like a very much like a religious issue for them. And for me, it's just because I can't even when you come and hunt and stuff like and you're prepping this deer in the backyard or whatever. I can't look at that. Like if I look at it, I will not be able to eat it. And when you caught squirrels, I was like, I don't want to see if I'm going to eat this or try it. I do not want to see it prior to looking like yeah what i'm gonna eat right and so i think that would be the biggest thing for me to get over is like i don't want to i would have to have if we were like in a survival situation like you would have to go prep it and then i would eat it we're about we're getting real (laughs) this is getting real yep i would go prep prep the meat yeah there you go but but i couldn't do it i couldn't do a family member i don't think i could do a family member no that'd be weird no but i think it it is one of those things where ultimately it is just meat. Right. So it wouldn't be something that I would be opposed to. And actually, they talked about this on the Meat Eater podcast the other week. I don't get to listen to it too often since I don't commute anymore. Right. But when I did listen, they were talking about something. I forget what it was. Like somebody lost their finger and they ended up like grinding it up what? and feeding it. I don't remember to what themselves? it was. Yeah. How what how did they just they just lo- like misplace their finger and ended remember. up in a meat grinder? I, I don't remember the details. <laughs> but a it was a lot like, of holes. It was something along those lines like they had to amputate a leg or something and it wasn't it wasn't because it was necrotic. It just like there was something wrong with it. In like a wilderness situation it. or in a hospital? No, in a hospital. And it ended up in a meat grinder. No. Like, yeah. they asked for the leg, and they made some some burger out of it or something. What? Yeah. Why? Is that even legal? Well, they did it. I'm pretty sure cannibalism is, like, a legal offense. Is it illegal when you're eating yourself? Why would they do that? I don't know. I, Joe, you really need to research this. This is, like, <laughs> I can't... This is a very intense story. But... It doesn't need to be. So here's the funny no, part. No, 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 because there is no survival in this at all. This is just like for giggles. I'm going to eat my own leg. No, 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 not. not. You need to. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Francis Petir, you need to get better at explaining stories. <laughs> so it is not. You're right. It's not a survival situation in terms of them being out in the wilderness dying. But it was a survival situation in that they needed to amputate their leg. <laughs> That's fine. I can get on board with the amputation. But then to eat the leg is something completely different. So. <laughs> Why <laughs> no, are you trying to defend no, this? Because it's funny. Because, <laughs> no, it just just hear me out. Hear me out. So we're sitting here talking about cannibalism. And in a. We're saying in a survival situation, totally cool, no big deal. Like, yeah, it'd be kind of weird, but ultimately it's just meat. Whereas take that and put it into a different non-life-threatening situation. It's still just meat, and it's that guy's leg meat. So what is the minus minus the the life or death situation 
is there really a difference? I think so. And the best way I can explain that is I literally cannot, from a philosophical point of view, with the exception of survival, find a reasonable or logical reason to do that. And to me, it just sounds like these few couple of punks who thought it would be funny and is it macabre, ma- macabre, 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 no macabre to do that almost like this is a game. And to me, that's almost like being very one sadistic and two being very callous and um, nonchalant about the sanctity of human life and the human body. Like that, again, there's a difference. This is so funny how I've shifted so quickly, but like <laughs> the survival aspect to me is, is a huge, huge difference. And that's I that's like the best way I can explain it. Yep. I understand. <laughs> but you don't agree. I I would only eat it in a survival situation from the weird factor. But if somebody <laughs> If you were in a survival situation, you wouldn't eat it to survive. You would just eat it cuz it was weird? No, no, no. I would eat it to survive. Okay. I'm saying if Somebody had to have an appendage amputated, and then they were like, hey, I'm going to take my leg home with me and grill up some some leg steaks. Do you want to come over for one? No. I would say, no, I'm not interested. Thanks. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them crazy. I would call them crazy. <laughs> I, I have very strong feelings about that. I just, I just don't – again, like – Provide me one logical reason why that's okay. Because it's just meat. Okay, well then go buy a burger down the street from McDonald's. Like there's there's no need to consume that as meat other than someone trying to be weird about it, which is pushing an envelope that doesn't need to be pushed. So like to me, again, that's just like like people who just like to be contrarians, which I can be one of those people. It's like pushing the societal norms just because you don't like societal norms. So to me, it's an ego thing, and it's not a – that's all it is. It's a narcissistic ego thing. Like, haha, look at me. I'm going to be so macabre and so crazy, so then I'll be able to tell this crazy story at dinner parties, and people are going to think I'm so weird, and it's going to be like all the attention. I, again, I see no no logical, and if anyone feels any differently, feel free to text me or leave something in the comments, because I, I, there's no way. You, I will not budge on this hill. I can just see somebody <laughs> – Dear Joe and Alex, no, no, here no. are six reasonable reasons. I can just see somebody at a dinner party, like with a missing <laughs> arm. Somebody asking, "So, how'd you lose your arm?" And then just a very sly turn of the head. And I said, ate it. I ate it. See, see that—that's the kind of person that would do this, though. And that's the kind of person who I freaking—they they drive me crazy. It's ugh, no. But, no, 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 no. Yeah, but that's somebody who like literally goes to the hospital to say, "Hey." I need my arm taken off, and well, then I need to like grind it. That's like the people it. who belong to the, the Church of Satanism. Because, like, the Church of Satanism literally is not worshiping the devil. It's essentially, like, set up as, like, a FU to organized religion. To the man. Right. And, but they just love it because if you say that you were a Satanist and you belong to the Church of Satan or whatever, it gets such a rise out of people for obvious reasons. And that's the, that's the purely the reason 
why they are associated with it is just to piss people off. And I feel like those are the people that would just nonchalantly consume their own flesh for the fun of it. <laughs> like that person. <laughs> and you know maybe, I'm right. Maybe, no, yeah. You know I'm right. Yeah, that's – uh I'm not – I and hear me say I am not saying you're trying to challenge me on this and no, I don't know I'm why just, I'm just saying I I also disapprove of anybody <laughs> going and taking a chunk out of their body to then eat it that is that is ridiculous. I don't care if you needed to get it amputated there is no reason to then consume that body part here's a thought oh just just one last thought what if that is part of their grieving process. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they can't part with it, so they have to eat it. Joseph. Just a thought. Jo <laughs> Why are you trying to no, fight me? That's Why last... are you trying to fight me on this? <laughs> no, that's the last thought. It's <laughs> the last one. Okay, well, you want to move on to my last thing to talk about before I run out of ideas? No, I'm curious. Let's uh, let's stick on this exotic meats biz. Oh my God. What's the most exotic meat you've ever eaten? Joe, you know this because you, you're the one who feed this to me. Like, you feed me any – you anything crazy that I eat is because of you. Oh, okay. What is – so what would you – would you like to answer that question first? I guess for you it would be squirrel. Not an alligator, but I guess for as a 12-year-old, alligator was crazy. I never fed you alligator. No, that was with my family growing up. Yeah, I've never had good alligator. Okay, well, what was the craziest thing that you've – It would probably be whale. What? Yeah. In Iceland? Yeah. Was it illegal whale? Yeah, it was legal. <laughs> they still. Well, I'm sorry. Over here defending. They just still. <laughs> nonchalant <What>? cannibalism. <laughs> like, and how dare I assume that you were eating an illegal whale? <laughs> no, whaling is still is still legal in Iceland. That's terrible. Why? Who is who? Where's this mass market for whale meat? And, I think it's just Iceland. Well, that's terrible. I don't know. I'm anti-whale hunting. Okay. I'm not anti a lot of things, but I'm anti-whale hunting. Noted. Anyway, okay, was it good? <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> was Man. it patty? Was it blubber? No, no. It was just, it was like a, the best way to explain it is like one of the best steaks you've ever had. That literally just is so tender, it like melts away in your mouth. Still on this topic, do you want to know one of my biggest life regrets? What? Not eating that guinea pig when we were in Peru. Oh, yeah. What a missed opportunity. And again, this is because I, contrarian th that I am, I would love to tell people that I ate a guinea pig for mm -hmm. shock value. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go as far to say for the shock value of eating my own flesh, but the <laughs> guinea pig I can get on board with. Yeah. Yeah. And anything I read, like it, it's not bad. Right. And for people who don't know, in Peru and in South America, guinea pigs are like wild. Normal. And like yeah. they are just like a normal part of their cuisine. Yeah. I will say this. When we were in Cusco. It's more common than eating squirrel in the U.S. Right. Uh, well, I guess it depends where you are in the U.S. But in when we were in Cusco, and I, I swear they have to just do this for the tourists. But they, I feel like they would like display the guinea, like the they would basically show you like a picture of what you were getting when you ordered a guinea pig. And it looked so like an actual guinea pig, but like skinned and like cooked and stuff that it looked disgusting. But I swear they did that just for shock value for people like us who just wanted to eat it to tell their friends about it. There's no way that's how they actually prepare it in like cultural local cuisine. Yeah, there's a – to me that was almost similar to doing like a – 
a hog roast. Where right. you do a hog roast, you cook the whole hog right. all together in its position, whatever. Right. And that's one way to make it. It's a very basic way to make it. If you do it well, it tastes very good. If you do it poorly, it can be tough and stringy and just a bad experience. Mm-hmm. To me, that's what they're doing. They're basically roasting a guinea pig on a spit. Right. Which Whereas is... like any other dish, when you cook a hog, you part it out. Right. So the idea of only cooking guinea pigs whole is is not it's not intuitive. Right. Like it doesn't make sense. Right. It felt like a gimmick. But it looked yeah. weird, which was it a great selling weird. point. It was the the hardest part. I think what really got us at the market when we first arrived on Sunday, they had like a big open air market, like a festival kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You ate like heart, didn't you? Yeah. I ate beef heart or something. And that wasn't as weird as whale. No. I mean. (laughs) You're like, nah, whatever, whale. But the, there they had guinea pigs and they were a total of. The equivalent of like $10 for a guinea pig. Whereas in the restaurants, we would get half a guinea pig and it was like $30. And by we would get, we never actually got it. We never got it. And And they just cut up half of the sweet little guinea pig. Yeah. Well, I I didn't want to get it because it was so crazy expensive. That was, was like, that's right. That's what deterred because us. Because we could go and get an alpaca burger. Right, which that was like good. For like 10 bucks. Yeah. And it was an alpaca burger, a soda. A dessert. And, and fries. Yeah. And a dessert. Yeah, it was the best. 10 bucks. Right. Great deal. That was. We that, ate there multiple times. We ate there. <laughs> the most. The whole twice trip. or three times. Right, a lot. Like, it was good. Right. It was a good burger. And it was a great price. Right. The guinea pig. And that, sell us on it. Because of that, I just could not get on board with. Right. Paying thirty dollars for a guinea pig. Right. I guess I I try to eat a lot of. I'll just kind of eat anything, not necessarily human. Not <laughs> not looking forward to the day I have to eat human. Right. But anything else, I'll I'll give it a go. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I was gonna say they're doing this series on the Meat Eater YouTube channel mm-hmm. called Meat Eater Cooks. Mm-hmm. Are they cooking people's legs? No, I'm out. no, they're not going to cook a person's leg. That will get them banned from YouTube, <laughs> I'm sure. They cook these oddity meats that people like refuse to eat because right. they say it's so okay. bad. Yeah. So one of them was coot. Right, I saw that Those video. are those weird ducks that we see at White Rock Lake. Got it. There is, what was one of the other ones? Oh, they did carp. The I feel fish. like everyone eats carp. Most, it's a, it's considered an Asian delicacy, but most other people don't eat carp. And then one of the last ones they did was coyote. Okay. And I saw a coyote on my hunt one time. Are you allowed to shoot them? Yeah, they are, they're a non-game species, which means you can kill as many as you want. And most people... Most people shoot them saying that it is like they're doing it because they feel like they are, they're helping the, the deer population Mm. by killing that one coyote they saw. I didn't realize coyotes were predators to deer. They're, 
they're predators. Right. And they're more opportunistic than anything. Got it. Like the one I saw was running around looking for mice, basically. <laughs> like he kept looking down. He looked like he was mouse hunting. Got it. So are they actually dangerous to deer only during fawn season? So as the deer are dropping and being born, that's really the only time that they are at a a significantly got it, got it, got it. And really, so if I were to kill a coyote two days ago, that coyote will end up getting replaced in its in its pack long before any deer are being born because hmm. deer get born in the spring. Hmm. So killing that coyote literally would have done nothing for me hmm. except, I mean, giving me one thing to shoot at. But you could eat and, it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You on didn't the meat know eater, at the time. On the meat eater cooks show, what happened? So there's this weird thing when you eat, when you eat canines. So Got a it. coyote is a wild dog, basically. Mm -hmm. You get like a super elevated form of the meat sweats. So really? Like your entire body heats up. Is there like an enzyme or something that is in? I don't remember. Canine? They said something about it, but. It's just, it is a thing. Like, you get a super concentrated, super elevated meat sweat. Your entire body heats up. Right. And they said it was even after two bites. They took, like, two or three bites, didn't finish their whole, and they basically made, like, pulled pork sandwiches. Wow, they, that's how bad it was? I mean, it wasn't, so that's they did how... So, they did not sell anyone on eating coyote, essentially. Coyote, it was one of those things that, like, if we were... If we needed if to. If we couldn't afford meat. <laughs> we would deal with the meat. Sweat. If we couldn't afford meat and I was literally going out there shooting anything legal. Right. And was going to bring it home to eat it. We could eat it and we could make it by adding barbecue sauce. Make it taste like it's not, not funky mm -hmm. or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like we could make it taste like meat. Mm -hmm. But we would have the meat sweats. Mm -hmm. Bad meat sweats, like worse than Thanksgiving kind of meat sweats. So I don't think I'll ever shoot a coyote because unless it's like really annoying me or unless it like chases off an animal that I was about to shoot. So you will only kill it in anger is what you're telling me? Yes. Yes. Healthy. Super healthy. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise I wouldn't because there's no point. Right. I'm not going to bring it home to eat it. Right. We will bring home unless, squirrels, but Unless not we want to experience the meat sweats. <laughs> I've actually the, never had the meat sweats the in my super life. Meat sweats. Oh, so I don't I even know. Like I know the concept of it, but I have never felt. I the meat think sweats. I need to. I think I need to harvest one just so that way you yeah, can experience be, the meat fine. sweats. I, I can get meat sweats a different way. That's fine. <laughs> it doesn't have to be coyote. I feel like meat sweats are almost always Thanksgiving when you eat too much turkey. Honestly, and I'd like to know the stats on this. I have never heard of a woman experiencing meat sweats. So I'm wondering if this is just a guy thing. <laughs> I And that's not, I'm not even trying to be flippant. Like, I honestly have never met a woman talk to me about meat sweats. Okay. Okay. Well, all you fans out there, the women, write in about your meat sweats. The men, <laughs> go ask your wives about the meat sweats. See if they've ever had them. Be a great way to talk about the podcast. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, just quality time conversation. Yeah. Sure, they can talk yeah. about cats. We're having quality time here talking about it. 
you guys can too. You're welcome. Saving marriages. One meat One sweat bar- at a time. <laughs> <laughs> One meat sweat conversation mm, at a time. Mm. Okay. What do you think? Well, I guess we will each answer this following question. What do you think is my greatest flaw? And I will tell you what I think your greatest flaw is. And before you say anything, hear me say this. This is not a grand scheme to like <laughs> conflict resolute, like something that, no, I was just oh, thinking about really? random questions to ask. <laughs> Wait, so this one, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'm so not be like, I want to talk about this because it bothers me. So are you trying to tell me that this was not part of your, your questions that you never ask a brand new person? <laughs> this is not one of the ta- taboo topics. What do you think my greatest flaw is? Hi there. Nice to meet you. This is crazy, but what do you think my greatest flaw (laughs) is? How would you answer that question if you just met somebody? (laughs) The way you have start conversations. I would say they're conversational skills. Unless there's like something just really weird about them. I would say that. Okay. Well, you're again evading the question. What is my greatest flaw? greatest flaw right greatest flaw i am gonna have to say your greatest flaw is your people pleasing that's what i thought you would say because you will have a great conversation with somebody 10 minutes later you're like oh no did i offend them (laughs) did i do something wrong what happened i messed something up (laughs) and i think that that I think for a lot of, like, you'll get worried about things. Mm -hmm. And I think ultimately that is partially because you're worried about, about pleasing somebody. Yeah. What people think of you or, or the future. Like, take school, for example, for Jake. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that that may be associated with people pleasing. That is pleasing Jake. You don't want him to look back 10 years from now and resent us for not putting him in school a year early or a year later. But really, it's because everyone else is talking about briefcase. And so I feel like I need to do that. Also, people pleasing. Right. (laughs) So totally different people pleasing. You're not thinking 10 years in the future. You're thinking right now everybody else is doing it. Does that mean I need to do it too? Right. Which is which is funny because I'm not typically. Well, I don't You're know if a that's contrarian. a good. I would say I don't know if that's the best example because that's a very specific example about like parenting and child rearing where I'm trying to do what's best for our son. But because uh, I, I typically I don't. I'm very used to being like different and weird on in many categories of life. But yeah, I do. Like, I, I care what people think to the to the point where I, I really don't like offending people and I don't want people to misunderstand what I say. And then I really don't like the idea of people not uh, thinking highly of me, if that makes sense. Okay. Bring it on. What what about me? What's my biggest flaw? So, I, I, honestly, it took me a while to think of you I know what you're going to say. Oh, what do you think I'm going to say? The clutter. No, I wasn't going to say that. Wow, that is a pretty big one, though. Mm, my farts. <laughs> they're not, not. 
it's not that bad. Do you want me to answer? Or are you just going to start talking? About no, no <laughs> answer, answer. Um, your communication skills. Oh yeah, that one too. Right. Yeah. You uh, or the lack thereof. You're you're not the strongest, which is funny because like you taught for so long. Like, I guess in in a relationship setting, you're not the strongest communicator, which is I mean that's that's no surprise to you. That's been one of our conversations since early on. Boom! That was not as that was not as intense as we. That's probably because we talk about a lot. This stuff talk, a lot. <laughs> despite I'm communication not, being my right. my uh, right weakness. Thankfully, I I, I over communicate though, so I feel like that because of my people. <laughs> oh my gosh, our flaws help each other. Our flaws have combined into a. Well, I will say strength. this: my, your flaw doesn't help me. <laughs> And my flaw doesn't necessarily help you. It like steamrolls you into ha- into like talking about stuff. Yep. <laughs> I think I had one other thing, but we've already gone. Oh yeah, you know what it was. Hmm. I wanted to spend some time talking about La Brea. Oh my god, I was gonna but... say I was gonna announce that I'm no longer gonna watch La Brea because it's that bad. What? But we did see a ground sloth, and for that, my hats off to La Brea. I was really excited about the ground sloth, but I'm out. It is such a terrible show. La Brea came in with the ground sloth. It came in. And, it was like episode three, and it was the ground and sloth. And the short faced bear. In the same episode, though, did you notice that? Yeah, in the same episode, and. It is, it's one of those that you can tell that they are trying very hard to like throw everything at it to say, hey, look, we've got so many cool things that are going to happen. But ultimately, it's just real a tr- tough. A trash show. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. La Brea. We'll see how it's... long you last because the reviews are pretty bad of it. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, I don't think anyone has said it's good. I'm really, I, I want to see if we make it beyond. Well, because we had we are we placed bets a couple episodes ago to where we well, thought we, that they would. We make, both said it was. It wasn't going to make it past Christmas, like yeah, the mid season finale. Make it past. So I'm curious to see what happens. Right. You know what? What's really surprising? Something like Terra Nova, way back when. Right. It had significantly better special effects, and. I think it was on the Sci Fi Channel. I think that's oh, why. Oh, Because okay. if you have a sci-fi channel, like, you've got to yeah, budget for effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's totally different, though. Right. So... Well, and honestly, it's not the effects that are bothering me about La Brea. It's the, it's the story. It's a terrible the story. The acting is not... I mean, I could deal with the acting if the story was good enough, but it's not good enough for the acting. What? They fell through a time hole? Well, I maybe it would be better as, like, a like an hour and 45-minute movie... It's too slow. It's way too slow. There's not enough reveals per episode. I honestly don't. I feel like they're revealing. Well, they're they're no. opening up a lot of questions. I don't. But they've think also. They're... I feel like everybody has something going on. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. I don't think. I don't think they're. I think the script's terrible. I think there's no plot. I mean, obviously there's a plot, but I don't <laughs> think it's. They, I don't think it's a good plot. They fell ten thousand years into the past. Right. Right. Anywho, La Brea. La Brea. Well, I'm going to keep watching because, you know, it's sort of my thing. <laughs> you know, the past. <laughs> Looking at rocks and things. Right. So I'll keep watching. Okay. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember 
in Lost, did they throw this many things super early? Like, just like the polar bear. When did the polar bear show up? It was. It's for sure first season, if not the first couple episodes. Yeah, because I do. I do feel like they are. They're trying to open up all of these potential plot lines, so that people can see the potential. Well, this is the thing I see with Lost. Lost had, in my opinion, more realistic characters. I don't, I don't know. Lost was just like, it was more grungy and real. When I look at La Brea, everyone has a ton of makeup on. Everyone looks like they're like super like polished, even though they well, just... Well, LA. Okay, but they just fell through a gigantic sinkhole through a time warp and land and crash land into a, like a prehistoric land. As opposed to the first episode of Lost, where literally it starts with the plane crash and people are disheveled. They have dirt on them. They're messy. They're crying. Blood. Like, it, it was just a, a very different... La Brea, to me, is, like, really, like, like let again, I polished and not very realistic. The characters don't have any depth. But Lost, from the get-go, granted, I didn't like the first episode of Lost, but, like, the first couple episodes had so much depth for the characters and had already such a compelling story, and La Brea has none of that yet. And so, and you have to hook people within, if not the pilot, at least by episode two. And if you can't, then like, there's no way you're going to be able to get people to hang on other than the geologist sitting in front of me. Yep. It's true. Well, I wouldn't say I'm hooked. I would say I'm just watching because... You have nothing better to do? Well, not because I don't have anything better to do, but I, I feel like I need to watch it to see, to see what else happens. So... Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Go see if it's a Bones Day. Yeah, go see if it's a Bones Day, whatever that means. <laughs> but You'll have to look that up for anyone who's wondering what the heck I'm talking about. Google it. Bones Day. We're Bye. Gonna, we're going to get back on our Mondays. Don't you worry. We're not, we're not falling behind now. We're getting back on the wagon. Bye. All right. But here we're going to go. Bye-bye.